Welcome to the 7 Daily Choices Podcast, a podcast designed to empower you to transform your relationships, optimize your leadership, and ignite your world. My name is Dow Tippett, and I want to help you create, build, and sustain a thriving life with others. Hey, have you seen the commercial, the Liberty Mutual commercial, where a guy is uh, walking down the street and he sees a lady in front of him drop something and he picks it up and hands it to her. And then because of that, she goes and does something nice for someone else. And then they go and do something nice for someone else. And it, it goes all the way around until it comes back and somebody does something nice for the guy who did the original small thing that happened. Um, there's this system that happens of generosity and of giving that is so cool in that picture. And I want to talk about it today because today we're going to start a series on how to create safety in your relationships. How do we become safe people and how do we create safety for others? We're going to talk about some some practical thoughts around how to do that well with each other. So, And today, we're going to talk about one of the keys to creating a safe culture and a safe environment is generosity. Generosity is an interesting, interesting thing in that most of us understand what generosity is. We understand it when we receive it. We understand how to practice it. To some extent, at least, we've all been there. But generosity is also interesting because we were made for it. Did you know that when one person chooses to do something generous for someone else, they get a shot of oxytocin? Now, I don't know if you know much about oxytocin and how it works in your brain, but the fact is that oxytocin is the anti-cortisol. Cortisol is that hormone that's designed to help us uh, deal with stress and handle stress both positively and negatively. It was put there by God to help us in those situations like when we're out in the um, wild and animals are coming at us. It is the fight or flight or freeze response that we need in order to protect ourselves uh, from all those things that come at us. And today there's an overabundance of cortisol in our communities, in our lives, and it's creating stress fractures throughout our relationships and in ourselves. And we see that uh, both in suicide rates that go up, in broken homes, in this, this fracturing we see in our country here in America where you've got people who are on one side of the aisle or the other or fracturing over race or fracturing over whether we're going to wear a mask or not. All that fracturing comes from cortisol that causes us to get in these fight, flight, or flee modes. And right now, because there's so many ways that we can fight and feel somewhat safe behind the barriers of our computers or of our cell phones as we post things, that safety or that supposed safety allows us to choose fight first. And unfortunately, what that's done is it's created a culture that's more and more divided and unsafe instead of safe. And how do we begin to overcome that. Well, over the next few weeks, I want to talk to you about how to create safe cultures. This is going to work in your home. This is going to work in your workplace. This is going to work on Facebook. This is going to work in our world. If we want to create a safer space to live in and for people and relationships to work in, there are some some simple things we can begin to think about, some mindsets we begin to shift so that we can create that 
safety among us. So, uh, and today I want to talk about one of those, which is generosity. So generosity causes oxytocin to fire in your brain, which is an anti-cortisol hormone. In other words, your stress level drops when oxytocin comes in your brain. What's more, not only does your stress level drop, but your ability to create and to do all the good things in life that we enjoy doing goes up and oxytocin because it makes you feel good what it does is it also makes you want to be generous with other people so here's the interesting effect when one person does something generous it creates a cycle of generosity and so when we look at changing culture we look at changing the culture in our home or we look at changing the culture around us or the culture in our workspace one of the ways that we can begin to do that is by offering generosity. And what's so cool about generosity is anybody can start the cycle. Anybody has the ability to start the cycle of generosity in your culture. So what I want to do today is I want to talk to you about four ways that anybody can be begin leading and transforming your relationships so that you can change the culture you're living in and help ignite your world. So as we talk about that today, here's what I want you to think. How can I do these four things so I can create and begin to create the cycle of culture change in my world? Okay. So first of all, understand the more you give, the more you create a giving culture. Okay, so here's four ways, four mindsets I want you to have about things you can give that began to create, begin to create a giving culture. First of all, give your time. Listen, when we decide to use the most valuable, precious commodity that we have, our time, for the sake of others, we are creating a culture of giving and generosity. Time is expensive. And today, time is more expensive than ever, and every breath you take is a little less time that you have. And we all understand that time is expensive. And so as we understand that time is expensive, we need to understand that giving our time, giving our time creates culture that is giving. When you choose to give your time to people, you create culture. Now, here's the key, though. You need to give your time to people who do not deserve it, have not earned it, and cannot pay you for it. Let me say it again. Give your time to people who do not deserve it, have not earned it, and cannot pay you for it. Now, if we give all our time away, we're going to live in poverty. So we need to be careful about what time we give away. But we need to practice regularly giving time that we can't get back, that we can't get paid back for. Uh, a lot of times I see this in my home with my children. When I choose to watch a TV show or do an activity with them that honestly feels like a waste to me. It may not be a movie I want to watch. It may not be a thing I want to do, but that time is so precious and I can't get it back. And when I do it, I create in them a sense of, of belonging. I create in them a sense of ownership. I give them a sense of value that heightens their oxytocin, which causes them to want to pay that back. What's interesting is not only does my child get that oxytocin and I get that oxytocin, but my 
family around me begins to gain oxytocin as well. Anybody who sees you do generous acts, they also get a shot a shot of oxytocin. Now, it's not as big, but they get it. So the more generosity you give and the more people see you giving generosity, the quicker you're going to create a culture of generosity. So you've got to make this a regular practice. And the first thing you can do is give your time. The second thing you can do is give your attention. Now, you may think those are the same thing, but they're not. Listen, sometimes I can give my time to my family and not actually be with them, but I'm still giving my time for them. I'm giving my time because of them. I'm giving my time because I want to help them. So there are places where I'm going to give my time for people where they're not actually a part of it. In fact, doing this podcast, I'm not in your life. I'm not in your world, but doing a podcast takes time. It takes effort. It takes work and giving it away for free takes time. But attention is a deeper level. Attention is when I give myself to a specific person at a specific moment, and I'm listening where they are the priority alone. It's not just the activity, but it's the person who gets the priority. Uh, Yesterday, I had a friend text me and say, hey, you got any time to get together today? And I said, I am working in the dojo all day. Feel free to drop by. And he did. And I I had to keep working, but I was able to slow down enough to give him attention. And I've got some things planned over the next few days where I've had to set aside some time out of my schedule to give people attention. In fact, I was just in a meeting earlier uh, where I was planning on taking off early because I wanted to come get this done. I've got some other things going on today, got kind of a busy day. But when I realized that some of the people in that group were people who I could help If I could just stop and listen and give some attention to them, I decided to slow down and give a little bit more time. It was only about 30 minutes, but by giving that attention to them, I've understood now some ways that I can help them so that they can benefit from knowledge and understanding I have, and all of us can grow and become stronger together. So I'm going to go ahead and and do some of that. I'm going to give them some of that more attention to specific needs that they have. And again, it's a giving. I'm not expecting anything in return. I'm not looking for anything in return. This is my attention to their needs because I understand some things that maybe they need to grow in that I've been able to grow in because of different things I've experienced in my life. So you want to give time and you want to give attention. The third way that you want to be generous, third thing I want you to think about, give extra. Now, earlier I said that you need to give to people who uh, don't deserve it, they haven't earned it, and they can't pay you back, okay? They haven't earned it, they don't deserve it, and they can't pay you back. But you also need to give people who do deserve it, who have earned it, and who can pay you back, just give extra, Don't just give what's expected, give more than is expected. Jesus tells this story. He says, if someone says to you, carry my bag for a mile, and then go ahead and take it too. And and what he's saying in the culture, Roman soldiers were allowed to make citizens carry their baggage for a mile. That was the law. And what Jesus was saying was, if someone, if a Roman soldier tells you that you have to carry his bag for a mile, I want you to carry it for two miles and make him think twice about how he's using you. 
Not, not in a negative way, but in a positive way. I want you to give above and beyond. And when you do that, you're going to begin to change culture around you. Just choosing to go that extra mile. You hear that people say, go the extra mile. That's what that comes from is Jesus talking about not just going one mile that's required, but going two. And what he's saying is this changes culture. The reason God gave us this instruction was not just because it became a light that people saw, but it actually would begin to change culture. You could begin to set a stage where the mindset around you is different. How much better do people feel about you, towards you, and about others when you do extra, when you go beyond what's expected and do something more than what's expected of you? This is where you can especially stand out for those who have earned it, who do deserve it, and can pay you back. Don't give them what they pay for. Give them more. Always try to give more than you're required to give. And in doing so, you create around you an atmosphere of safety where people can walk in safety and they know that they're going to be safe around you because they know you're already giving above and beyond. So give your time, give your attention, give extra, and finally, give freely. But don't give expecting something in return. It's easy to do. And in this world where almost anything is for sale, it's easy to want to sell everything. And right now, uh, with everything going on with COVID and people at home, and we're trying to figure out how do, we, how do we make our world a better place, but we're also trying to figure out how do we make money? How do we take care of ourselves? How do we take care of our family? We need to be willing to give freely. Give without expecting in return. Give, give, give. Give when you've given, give more. When you feel like you've given too much, give more. When you feel like you're giving people things that they need, then give it. If you feel like you can make a difference in the world, give it. If you feel like you can make a difference for other people, give it. Give, 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 give. Now, I'll tell you a secret. Now, I'm not telling you this because I want to reverse the generosity thing. Your mindset needs to be one that says, I'm always going to be a giver. I want to give more than is expected of me. I want to give my time, give my attention, give freely, give extra. I want to do that. But when you give like that, if you ever ask, you'll get it back. If you haven't heard and listened to all these episodes and you haven't heard my story around this generosity, you may not have heard that one of my favorite movies in the world is It's a Wonderful Life. But this is what that story taught me about friendship and about people and about loving people. It taught me that if you will give to others and you will give to others out of your extra, if you'll give above and beyond, you'll give more than they expect. You'll give your time, you'll give your attention, and you give freely to others. When you have a need, they will return it. They will bring it back. Now, they may not bring it back at the same level. You may not get the same amount, but they're going to be want to be around you so much, and they're going to love you so much that they will give back. And so when you do have an ask, it's okay to ask because you've given freely. But if you give 
expecting to ask, which is this new sales tool that everybody has, if you give expecting to ask, then what's going to happen is your giving is always going to have this, this tone, this undertone that's a little unauthentic. So my suggestion, just give and give and give and give and give and give. And when you need to ask, ask. It's interesting. Um, one of the places I've been able to be used lately is I've been able to speak in churches. Um, I've been preaching for 30 years, and I've had some pastor friends who've needed somebody to come in and speak for them. And, and this last Sunday, I went and spoke for a friend. And in churches where they have an honorarium set, they have an amount set for me, honestly, when it comes to speaking, churches don't pay well relatively. Okay, so uh, obviously when you're speaking in church, the goal is not to make money. If it is, then you need to not be speaking in church. You need to speak somewhere else or you need to speak in a lot of churches, a lot of days. Otherwise, it's just not a place to get rich. Okay, and anybody who thinks it is, isn't understanding what's happening uh, in the real church. Now, there are some people who have taken advantage of people. But if you're speaking honestly, and you're sharing in churches, and you're just teaching out of the Bible, it's not the place to get rich. If you want to do well with your speaking, you need to look at associations and corporations and other places where you can speak and make an impact. Okay, that's where where money gets made. But I don't speak for the money. However, whenever a church just takes up a love offering for me, they, they don't have a set amount. They just, they just give out of what people feel led to give. Do you know it's always more? When I give to people, and I don't expect a certain amount, I don't expect a certain number, I don't expect what people are going to give me, I don't expect it to be so much, I always get more. <laughs> and it's not because... Uh, people are so happy with what I did. It's not me. It's when I give freely, they give freely. And when we give freely, we create this culture of giving. Everybody wins. I give my best because I'm not looking for anything in return. And they give their best because they want to honor and bless the person who came and spoke. And I have been so blessed by the churches that have been willing to let me come in, and they just pay me whatever they can, whatever comes in. That's kind of the rule, whatever comes in. It's always more than what, what churches set when they set an honorarium. And so I'm more than willing to do that. I'm always going to give people, hey, you give whatever your church can afford. So when I do churches, that's what I do. Um, some churches set a number, other churches give freely. When we give freely, we receive freely. And so my encouragement to you is don't give freely expecting to receive more. Just give freely, okay? This generosity, when you choose generosity and you choose to be generous above and beyond, you choose to give your time, give your attention, give extra, give freely, what happens is others then do the same in return. And the cycle of generosity begins to flourish because we were designed to be generous. We were designed to give and give and receive in return. Jesus says, cast your bread on the water and you'll receive back 30, 60, and 100 fold. He's not saying put stuff out there so you'll get stuff back. He's saying, if you'll just be free in your giving, you will receive when the time is necessary. And because of that, we want to set aside this idea of, we want to set out this idea that to create a safe culture and a safe space and to be safe people, let's be generous people. Let's be giving people. Let's give as much as we can all the time. Hey, 
Thanks for listening. Uh, as you know, this podcast is free. Uh, we do ask, though, if you would, could you, you know, if you hear this and someone else could use it, would you share it with them? Uh, that does help us out. And also, you can give us a rating or review on uh iTunes. You can only do that once, but if you do that for us, it helps other people find us so that we can get this message out to more and more people. We're just so thankful that you get to come, and I'm thankful that there are people actually who listen to this sometimes, uh, and I am going to keep giving it as long as I can, and as long as I can keep producing, I will keep producing it. Every Wednesday, come back. We'll see it, and you know, I'm going to recommend if you'll subscribe, you'll just get it in your inbox every week. So you don't have to think about it. I know for me, it's the podcast I subscribe to that I listen to and get the most out of. So I want to recommend that for you too. And finally, remember this. Life is a gift. Living is a choice. And living is measured in relationships. So choose relationship today.